0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sing to the Lord, the podcast that breaks down how the Lutheran hymnody is preaching the gospel. I'm your host, Mason Van Essen. What you're hearing is the hymn, O Living Bread from Heaven. Welcome back to Sing to the Lord. We have both of Zachary Brockhoff and Lars Olson back with us. This week, we're talking about Feeding the 5,000 and the hymn, O Living Bread from Heaven. Thanks for being here, both of you. Thanks. Great to be back. Yes, it is a pleasure again, Mason. Really, really are enjoying this with you. (laughs) Yeah, so our reading this weekend is... Uh, Matthew 14, Jesus feeding the 5,000. And uh, Zachary, um, uh, we're asking, why did you select this hymn? What does it have to do with maybe Holy Communion and uh, the feeding of the 5,000? Well, um,
1: uh, I think we have to start this particular podcast by saying uh, uh, something of a confession, and that is that the feeding of the 5,000 is not directly a communion text uh, as, as much as I'm trying to shoehorn this hymn into being <laughs> that. Uh, but um, it is, of course, a text about how God uh, provides for us day to day, and um, there will be other hymns listed that, that might uh, suit that Particular topic, if if that's all we're going to say, but I think it's really difficult in worship when we when we hear this text, um, not to uh, jump not only to what God gives us in terms of daily bread, as Luther would say, but then also um, what what Christ is there present in worship to give us that particular day, um, and so uh, where where the text deals again with what we're what what God is going to give day to day, this hymn deals with the comfort of. Uh, what God gives us, of course, for actually our, our day-to-day life and the final stanza will tell us um, actually in service to the neighbor <laughs> um, in, in a way. Um, but then also what we need uh, for uh, this life and the next. So um, it, it, it was a hymn that was um, actually originally written to be sung after the reception of Holy communion. So um uh, actually, if if we end up singing this in worship here in Sioux Falls, I think it'll be after the sermon. But uh, he intended it uh, rather clearly from the text to be sung after communion. So we're breaking all the rules here and choosing <laughs> him. Uh, but but it's just too good of a text to pass up. Um, in fact, the you know, there's even as I was reading the the feeding the five thousand story, it's one of those miracles. Unlike you know, later in a little while, we're going to talk about. Um, Jesus walking on water; these other miracles that seem even the resurrection, right? Uh, other, otherworldly, but there's something very m- basic human elements of loaves and fish, and I could picture that. Well, just get more of them. Jesus can make <laughs> these. Uh, and what would it have been like to be there? Right, uh, it sort of goes through my mind because um, I can I can picture that um, here, uh, really, it is to say. Um, you think that's something? <laughs> Check out what God's actually going to give and feed uh, five thousand plus right <laughs>
0: um, throughout right. throughout history. So yeah, I think it's actually a, an important point, right? We don't we don't come to worship um, in order to just walk out with like armfuls of, of, uh, cucumbers and zucchini, right? right? As much as that might happen at congregations, right? Everybody piles in and says, Oh, my garden's going crazy. God's bounty is everywhere. But, uh, but when we're talking about, um, worship or communion, we're not saying how do we feed one another and make sure that everybody has enough daily bread. Sure, We're saying, Oh, wow, what is God promising when the daily bread runs out? Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's, that's, um, a little bit the subtext of what's happening in Matthew 14, even when he's feeding the five thousand, because when uh, he's saying there's not enough, and we provide for that, right? You're feeding me with uh, with this miracle, but um, of course we see that there's hunger and things in the world, uh, but there is this food that uh, the world doesn't really know about that it sustains life because it is God's promise, rather than um, you know a a, t- a tomato that uh, sure, is handy, right. Right? <laughs> right? Or even a, a, a bit of bread. And so, we, as we were talking about it, even uh, if Holy Communion is seen as your daily bread, you're you're missing something, right? Because mm-hmm. you're just getting a little piece of the bread. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's it's really feeding on the promise. It's it's that sustains your faith rather than uh, just gives you some bread. So it's a it's I think it's a helpful turn. Is what I'm trying to get at for you to to pick this hymn that talks about communion. Um, uh along with the feeding of the 5000 rather than mixing them together
1: sure right yeah the um i was talking with a pastor once who said he was he had he had taught for m- many years that uh you know if you have um a, a wafer an ounce of a wafer uh this is an ounce of Jesus Right? For years. And realized later, uh, this, no, somebody came up to him after the after the, one of these classes, I don't remember, and said, I don't think you really mean that. I think you mean if you have uh, an ounce, you have all you need, actually. <laughs> right. He said, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, this I think is is the whole point, right? Exactly. You're not walking out with uh, armfuls of of <laughs> look at what I got at church today, but I actually have everything I need just in in what God has given, right? So, um, and the the there are certain parallels for me as I was look reading through the text and and what Christ tells the disciples here, you give them something to eat, um, bring them to me. And even the first couple of stanzas of this hymn, um, where it refers to those who who uh, feast at, at our Lord's table as as guests, um, the gifts that are given uh, – the, the gifts that we receive are given by God. Uh, <laughs> they're not something we manufacture. Um, Christ is the one who leads us here. Christ is the one who feeds us. It's all Christ's doing. Um, and I think that's uh, – also, just an interesting connection between the two texts that 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 we can uh, we can draw out um, the in the context in which the hymn was written, I mentioned it was for holy communion the The uh, gentleman who wrote this Johann Rist um, included it in a hymnal I think it was his hymnal actually in sixteen uh, fifty one and he was a man um, that lived through the Thirty Years' War, but studied many, many things: Hebrew, math, science, uh, medicine. Was well, uh, just well learned, uh, <laughs> well studied, and um, but he would uh, finally at the at the end of the war, um, while it didn't take his life, um, it took his property. It took all the stuff he had accumulated. <laughs> um, and uh so, when he says things like um you have given you have freely given what Earth could never buy or or um a uh, a a piece um that i I can't manufacture myself, he would have known very much what this was <laughs> You're right I have all sorts of things that I've accumulated in my own life, and they're all sort of useless. um I need something more yeah and and so he writes about this living bread,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean that's it's throughout, right? I mean, mm-hmm. even you've given me this food that death cannot destroy, right? right? Uh, that um, that even when all these things run out, uh, when the miracle of the even the leftover pieces of the the breaded fish here, right. the miracle are gone, uh, there's something that that still sticks with me and clings well, to me. Well, and I don't know if
1: we can say that too. Just
0: uh, almost, we think the the
1: folks um, present at the miracle had it really pretty great. Because um, they got to see the real thing, and yet they go home and they're hungry the next day, and God promises to provide this, but now we have something actually that that they didn't um, right. in that in that story, in that miracle. Um, and so uh, the interesting shift I think in this hymn is from the first couple stanzas in particular that tell you um, what Jesus is doing, and the third third one um, is a little bit more of our reaction. Uh, or, or the writer's reaction um, to to what Christ has given, um, and he says, "You gave me all I wanted," um, and and just in singing that or reading it, you think oh, that's kind of strange. Do I w- is, do I want the sacrament in this way? Um, we say often that that the that, uh, the Lord's Supper is for those who have betrayed Christ. Um, can betrayers want what God gives? Well, in in one sense, I suppose. Um, uh, sinners have nowhere else to go, so I, I do want this. But I prefer actually to think of that as um as almost in the sense of the twenty third Psalm that says, I shall not want or I shall not lack anything, um, that when we have this, we actually have all we need for life, even if um tomorrow uh the the, the earthly daily food runs out <laughs> and I end up dead on the side of the road, kind of a thing. Right. You know? Christ is actually given what you need in that moment. So all I all I want for life, um, I really lack nothing. Uh, Not with this promise, right? Exactly. Yeah. So um, anyway, and then the fourth stanza, uh, finally in this in this sort of shift that takes place, um, tells us then what we what we do with this um, promise and. I know we can get a little nervous about hymns that are telling us to go then and and do something, um, but as much as Christ says to to his disciples in the in the passage for for this weekend, um, uh, bring these people to me, um, give them something to eat. Uh, is that not why the church also exists, right? If nothing else than to say, um, here, bring them, uh, not only. Uh, to to receive their daily bread and care for them in this way, but finally to Christ who has something to give,
0: right? Well, and as as you're pointing out, the the uh, you can't really do that, right? Um, when, you're, when you don't have this promise, you're always saying, I, I, I need to store up for myself. Mm-hmm. This is all of Jesus' parables, right? I, I have to make it bigger and bigger and sustain my own life. But when you have that promise, then you finally are freed, which is what he's getting at, uh, to not be fearful of life, but to have, say, God is giving me life. And now you actually can say, here, take all my zucchini. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, I have, I have no, uh, no need to store this for myself mm-hmm. and, and you have need. And so then we're free to do that and to actually become neighborly to one another, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not afraid of uh, telling people what to do if they need to be told. Uh, but uh, uh, usually what they need is to be freed in order to, to do that serving, which is what uh, the Lord's Supper, what this promise, uh, what this hymn is really trying to do is to say, God has given us all we uh, need uh, we are not in want. We have life as a as a gift, and now we're freed uh, for for being God's own people. Mm-hmm. Well, so, tell yeah. us. I don't know. Is there uh, 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 any other hymns you might suggest for this week? As you yes. alluded to earlier, you could
1: you could um, certainly run to uh, a hymn like Luther's setting of the Lord's Prayer, um, which is actually going to the the wonderful thing about. Uh, that hymn uh, and Luther's catechism hymns is that they not only uh, reference, of course, the petitions of the Lord's Prayer or the Creed or whatever, um, but also then... Uh, paraphrase Luther's own explanation to what for what it is to have daily bread. Um, ELW uh, gives you two versions. One that's sort of the um, uh, smooshed together version of the <laughs> Lord's Prayer, uh, just because nobody wants to sing nine stanzas. But the next door to it is the is the real one, and you might try that one out. At least the daily bread stanza, uh, which would be really great. Um, if if that's sort of as far as as the sermon goes, it's actually a good. It's a great place to go. Um, there's another one, uh, uh, We Plow the Fields and Scatter, um, which is sort of a th- almost a Thanksgiving-ish type hymn, um, but but it's going to say uh, almost the same thing, though not as directly uh, as, as quoting the Lord's Prayer, but saying all good things uh, come from God. God provides all we need um, actually to to all people. Um, and so, either of these, I think, work well. But you really you couldn't go wrong going to the communion section and singing something like "All Who Hunger Gather Gladly," something that's that's going to um, reference again communion. But that that depends uh, which direction the sermon takes. So we leave this to people to 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 do some thinking and uh, and make some decisions
0: and at least listen to your suggestions.
1: Well, you know, uh, that's why we're here. <laughs>
0: Thanks for joining us this week on Sing to the Lord. Check the show notes for Zachary's stanza-by-stanza commentary, as well as a list of other hymns we recommend. See you next week.